A dog barks when his master is attacked. I would be a coward if I saw that God's truth is attacked and yet would remain silent. John Calvin. that human beings are demons. No, I do not. And don't you ever say I did. This is my Bible. I am what it says I am. There's probably a, a balance between, I believe you have to know Christ, but I think no. He is. And someone knows this for sure. All of mankind is going to end up somewhere in heaven. My mission really is to just help people of faith, especially, to re-examine this issue, to realize the church has got things wrong in the past. For those who are God's by faith in his son. Corinthians, right? 2 Corinthians 3, 7. Victory in the name which is above every name. No exception for rape or incest. Uh, it's an extreme. Right now, bones, ligaments, tendons, in Jesus' name. Get out here right now. Hey everybody, welcome back to the Master's Dog False Teacher of the Week, episode 18. I'm your host, the Evangelical Norm. So, a little background on this section of this podcast. Uh, the Master's Dog is just a podcast I do dealing with false teachers and false gospels and so on. This segment, the False Teacher of the Week, came from somebody asking me, one of the ladies from our church, asked me about some of the people in the video. She was like, I don't know who everybody is, and I didn't know that some of these people were false teachers. I thought some of them were solid. So it would really be helpful if you could break that down. And so that gave me the idea to go through, for those of you who listen online, it's not just a cool song by result that you're listening to at the beginning there. There's actually a video with a whole bunch of different false teachers throughout uh, that are you know just different false teachers that are out there and some more well-known than others. So this segment, and see how many times I can say so, <laughs> filler. Uh, so this segment of this podcast is just simply to go through that video person by person break it down and talk about why each one of them is worthy of being in a video full of false teachers. 
thought at one point I was going to have to take someone out. Probably going to make a new video at some point in the future. There are 22 false teachers left to go after today. So that's a lot of time, a lot of false teachers, and even more coming in. If you have suggestions on false teachers you'd like me to talk about, let me know. Because there are some that I already have in the hopper that I want to do, some that people are, are sending me. So I'll be making a new video, of course. If things go the way they look like they're going, I'll probably take Donald Trump out because he'll no longer be the president and replace him with potentially Joe Biden uh, would qualify as a false teacher. I mean, he's out there quoting the Bible this last week. So um, anybody who's willing to take and twist God's word, I'm going to call him a false teacher and I'm going to deal with that. So there's your, your background and, and just the lowdown on this podcast. So that's going to bring us to week number 18. Our false teacher of the week this week is Russell M. Nelson. Russell M. Nelson, and I'm going to give a lot of this information is coming straight from uh, the LDS Church's website about him, his bio and stuff like that. So Russell M. Nelson was sustained and set apart as the 17th President and Prophet of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints on Sunday, January 14th. 2018 in the upper room of the Salt Lake Temple. Um, some of the language that they use to go along with this stuff is just, I mean, it's so, they want you, it want you to feel so much like it's so biblical, and it's not. So, uh, the upper room, I, unfortunately, when I hear that, I have flashbacks of the movie Life with Eddie Murphy and Martin Lawrence. So, if you know, you know. Uh, Russell M. Nelson, he was born 9 September 1924. He is 96 years old. Uh, was born in Salt Lake City, Utah. His full name, Russell Marion Nelson. Um, again, Marion was, why was Marion such a, a popular name for dudes back in the day? Um, John Wayne, uh, this guy, um, yeah. So his title, his official title, is the President of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Um, they would call him Prophet, Revelator, and Seer um, after Joseph Smith. Uh, so his call date. Born September 9th, 1924, President Nelson is the son of Mary and C. and Edna Anderson Nelson. He and his wife, the former Dancel White, have ten children. Uh, she passed away February 2005. In April 2006, he married Wendy L. Watson. Um, prior to his service as head of the church, President Nelson served as president of the Quorum of the Twelve Apostles from July 15, 2015 until his call as the church's leader. He has served as a member of that quorum since April 7, 1984. So a lot of times these guys, I mean, years and years in the leadership working their way up. Um, I tend, I thought this is an, an interesting one. because, And again, I could be mistaken. I don't know how, uh, it's been a long time since I've really paid attention to the inner workings of the uh, advancement of LDS leaders. But it was always assumed by me and most people that the second counselor, or the first counselor in the, the first presidency would become the, the new prophet. Um, doesn't always happen like that. 
I know it happened with Monson to or from Hinckley to Monson. Uh, Monson was Hinckley's first counselor, and uh, but here this guy uh, Nelson came up from the Quorum of the Twelve Apostles to to be the head of the church. An internationally renowned surgeon and medical researcher, Dr. Nelson received his BA and MD degree from the University of Utah in 1945 and 47 respectively. Honorary scholastic societies include Phi Beta Kappa and Alpha Omega Alpha. He served his residency in surgery at Massachusetts General Hospital in Boston and at the University of Minnesota where he was awarded his PhD degree in 1954. He also received honorary degrees of Doctor of Science from BYU in 1970, Doctor of Medical Science from University of Utah from Utah State University in 1989, and Doctor of Humane Letters from Snow College in 1994. I have no idea what a Doctor of Humane Letters is. Uh, his professional work included the positions of Research Professor of Surgery and Director of Thoracic Surgery Residency at the University of Utah and Chairman of the Division of Thoracic Surgery at LDS Hospital in Salt Lake City. Um, author of numerous publications and chapters in medical textbooks. Uh, lectured and visited professionally throughout the United States and many other nations prior to his call as a general authority. So all this to say, this is a smart guy which leads me to believe that he's not just deceived by the teachings of the Mormon Church. This has always been the, the, the discussion among like apologists and stuff like that. Do the people at the head of the LDS Church know that what they're teaching is a fraud? Do they absolutely know that, that they are professing a false gospel, a belief in a false God, a false Christ, um, a false gospel of works, uh, yeah. Do they really believe all that, or do they know that what they're selling the people is a bill of bill of sale, right? Um, bill of whatever. Um, and my my presumption is they have to know. Once you get to a certain level, you know that these people are not receiving revelation from God. They're not. You know. I mean, it's just a business. This is. It's why you get these. You know. You're no longer getting farm boys like Joseph Smith as the heads of, because they couldn't run a, a multi-billion dollar conglomeration like this. Why is it, I mean, they always talk about, well, it's so, Joseph Smith had to have been a prophet because he was so uneducated and he was just a, and, you know, and they look at these different, you know, Lehi and Nephi and all the, the supposed patriarchs and prophets and, and so on. None of these were like, highly educated men as they are now why did God stop using simple farm boys as his prophets revelators and seers and move up to head you know these these highly lauded uh, scholars and businessmen and so on it, it because and it is it literally is because this is a this is a multi-billion dollar conglomeration and, a, and a, a, a local yokel could not run it, could not run this, this massive uh, machine of, of religiosity. It just couldn't happen. It wouldn't happen. And so, again, you, you have to come back to the point of, well, if God can use anybody, why isn't he? You know, why isn't the local garbage man, you know, who's, who's a faithful, tithe-paying member of his church, 
I mean, why can't that guy even get a, a position as a bishop? Right? I mean, what's the deal with that? So it just makes you wonder. And again, my presumption is, is these guys know. They know that they're just pulling the wool over people's eyes and continuing to make billions and billions of dollars a year for this this conglomeration. And supposedly, you know, this, they don't have a paid clergy. I guarantee you this man is receiving a stipend. I'm, I, and I, I'm sure you can find out where and find out exactly how much he gets paid uh, as the head of the church and so on. But most of the other people, most of the other guys who are in, like these, the, the quorum of the 12 or the 70 or so on, they get their, they receive their money as being kind of absentee members of, of different boards of directors for businesses that are run and owned by, by Mormons so they can continue to do what they do and not receive a salary from the church. So th those are some things. The, the other thing, the real dangerous thing about this is much like the Pope, um, this is it's a, a, essentially a lifetime appointment to a position. You know, rarely do you ever see uh, a leader of the Mormon church step down. They just die, and then they're replaced. Uh, rarely do you see a pope step down. We did with Benedict. He was, one, for the first time in a long time, a pope actually retired. But you get these situations, and these men become, they gain the ear of very important people. I mean, here's a, a picture of, of Nelson along with uh, Irene and somebody else, you know, other hot, grand, high, mucky mucks in the LDS church, sitting with President Trump. You know, again, the, the scary situation with Mitt Romney running was, and it was the, the thing that was, or Kennedy was questioned on with, when he was the first Catholic elected uh, president, of, you know, you belong to this religious organization where you pay homage, you, you kind of pledge your allegiance to this leader who is the infallible uh, conduit between God and man. Who are you going to, are you going to, you know, adhere to the teachings of your prophet or your pope, or are you going to uh, support and defend the Constitution of the United States? These are the things that, that bring up worries and why it's very, very unlikely that you'll ever see an LDS uh, person elected to president of the United States because it, it, it raises questions. It definitely raises questions. So they're, they're given the ear. And of course, the, the thing, what is it that makes them a false teacher? It's the false Christ that they profess in Mormonism. They, they, they teach, well, let's start at the top. They teach a false God, first of all. Uh, uh, the nature of God, according to Mormonism, is all messed up. Their God is a formerly known, a man formerly known as Elohim, or is known as Elohim, but was a man on another planet who had to live a life, who had to gain exaltation uh, to become a god of this planet. And then his son, one of his billions, because we're all spirit children of Elohim, and whether it's one spirit wife or a heavenly mother or many spirit wives, uh, heavenly mothers, but we, they do teach there is a heavenly mother. There's a, actually a hymn 
about that tells me there's a heavenly mother there, that I have a mother there in heaven, blah, blah, blah. But Jesus is not eternal, co-eternal, uh, member of a triune a trinity with, with God. He is the literal offspring of a sexual relationship between Elohim and some spiritual wife who shall remain nameless because she doesn't exist. Um, so Jesus, as pro, uh, proclaimed in Mormonism, is not the creator of all things. He's organized. So he being the firstborn, apparently, of God and his, his spirit wives, uh, and the archangel Michael, who also had to have been a spirit offspring, were given the task to come down and organize the matter. They didn't create, they organized to, cre to make the world. They organized matter into the world. So not creator, but organizer, um, community organizer. Wow, there you go. Um, if you know, you know. He, the, that's the Jesus. The, um, Jesus is Lucifer's brother, not Lucifer's creator. And, uh, he's our elder brother. We're not adopted into God's family. We are rightfully members of God's family through lineage, uh, genealogy. He is literally, we have a spirit mother and Elohim had sexual relations and we were the product became spirit children we were put into bodies here on earth and that brings up a whole lot of other issues and stuff that we can talk about at another time uh how did jesus how was mary impregnated with jesus if mary is literally jesus's uh sister spirit sister and she was impregnated and brigham young taught that it was a sexual relationship with Elohim, which means not only is Elohim polygamous, um, it would mean he would be incestuous uh, because Mary being his daughter and adulterous. Uh, so all that, um, I, I don't don't want to get too far off the deep end with that because I mean, I, I got to save some stuff for Joseph Smith a couple weeks down the road. Um, but again, these are the teachings that that Russell M. Nelson adheres to and continues to teach to the members of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. They are saved by works after all they can. They're saved by grace after all they can do. So it is a gospel of works. They have to do so much to gain favor. And then God, they do their best. Jesus does the rest. That's a quote you'll hear quite often from them. So it is a false God, a false Christ, and a false gospel, which excuse me, qualifies Russell M. Nelson magnanimously as a false teacher. I mean, there is there is absolutely no doubt that this man is a, a false teacher, a heretic, uh, proclaiming blasphemous and heretical teachings to millions of people around the globe uh, that view him as an infallible prophet when the leader speaks the teaching has been the thinking has been done is a famous quote from Ezra Taft Benson a former president of the church who gave a, a speech called the 14 fundamentals of the prophet back in I want to say 1974 and that is what most LDS members view Russell M Nelson as as the infallible mouthpiece of God. 
and that's scary. So there you guys go. Uh, false teacher of the week number 18. Russell M. Nelson, the president of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. I hope so this was helpful. Again, if you have any questions, hit me up in the comments. Uh, if you have any suggestions of false teachers, you can leave them in the comments or you can hit me on Twitter at Evangelical Norm or at The Master's Dog um, and Facebook Norm Dunham. Anywhere you can find me on social media. While you're looking at those things and leaving comments and questions, uh, hit subscribe, hit the like button on this, hit the subscribe button, hit the notifications to get all the stuff that I release on this channel. I got a couple more things coming out probably today. So stay tuned for more uh, and more and more. And as always, preach the gospel at all times. Use words. They're necessary. And until next week, Soli, Soli Deo Gloria. Mm -hmm.